Okay, okay, okay. Ready, ready? What does a burger patty do when it gets extra cheese, extra lettuce, extra tomatoes, extra onions, extra ketchup, and extra mustard? Give up? Abundance. Abundance, you get it, right? Like buns, like burger buns, and abundance, like a lot. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a dad now, okay? And dad jokes kind of come naturally, but I think I need some practice, so we probably lost a couple hundred listeners with that joke. But for everybody else who stayed on, I promise this episode gets much better. Welcome back to Holy Spirit Soapbox. I'm your host, Dan. Today's episode, as you could probably guess, is based on blessings and abundance and what it really means biblically. The episode name is Hashtag Blessed, and we hear that often. We see that everywhere. Hashtag blessed, all over the place. I also wanted to shout out Jim T, if I could, from New Hampshire. He reached out to us, and he told us how a few of our episodes have blessed him. We really appreciate feedback like this because they inspire more episodes, just as this one here, where we chatted back and forth a little bit about working and overworking ourselves versus appreciating things that are right in front of us. We work and toil for years to maybe enjoy them for a couple years or decades after work, right, with retirement and stuff. So thank you again, Jim, and thank you to others who have reached out to us to tell us their stories. I look forward to hearing more. But once he told us his story about work and some guilt that has sprouted from working in the past, the Holy Spirit whispered loudly to me. I know it sounds like an oxymoron, but that's what the Holy Spirit does. He doesn't scream. If you hear, you know, in the Bible, we hear of the Holy Spirit or God whispering or talking lightly. But the Holy Spirit whispered loudly to me and put it on my heart to talk about our definition of blessings and abundance versus God's definition of blessings and abundance. Blessings and abundance to us humans tend to go hand in hand. And can mean what I said earlier with that corny joke (laughs) at the beginning. Extra this, extra that, on top of the stuff we already have. And it is good to have stuff in abundance. It's not bad, per se. In the U.S. alone, and I can really only speak about the U.S. since it's the only country I've ever lived in, we've had so much in abundance over the years that we toss out food and other items because we have the capability to keep buying these things. And I've been to many other countries. My wife and I have been to many other countries. And we see where people don't have things in abundance. Now, I said it. I'm a dad. And I'm not here to complain, judge, or condemn anybody about throwing food out or throwing things out. We do it too if we're full, right? If if we've eaten too much or something goes bad. But my point is we should start to alter our mindsets to think of what blessings are and what abundance is in a different way. In the Bible, we hear of God giving abundantly, but a lot of these people were poor or without a home, sometimes without food or without family. And does that resonate with the abundance that we know now? Absolutely not. Not at all. I usually hit you with all the verses towards the end of these episodes, but I'm going to drop them here now. Because I want for us to hear the message in these verses. And I say us because I listen to these episodes over and over again so I can remind myself of of God's word. So I can hear what the Holy Spirit was saying to not only you all, but to me as well. So here are the verses. 
And we're going to dive into each of these and focus on what abundance is and what blessings are. So these are all from the ESV. The first one is John 10.10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. This is Jesus talking. The context around this verse is Jesus is talking about him being the good shepherd. The one who lays down his life for his flock, which no other shepherd really does. The thief, which is everything else other than God or Jesus, can destroy us. It can't save us. That thief cannot save us, but he can deceive us. Jesus did save us by laying down his life to give us abundant or eternal life. Notice, he didn't say to give you Lots of money and lots of things. That's why I laid down my life. No, no, no. Abundant life, he says, right? To have life abundantly. The next verse is Philippians 4.19. And it says, And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. The context with this one is this is Paul. He's talking to the Philippians saying how generous they were. And that by their generosity, he knew that these were very true Christians because they helped him in the toughest times. Even when he was in jail in different regions, he wasn't even in Philippi. He was in different regions in jail and they still helped him out. But he mentions God will supply everything they need. Well, they already had what they needed to the point that they were giving to him generously. And Philippi was a colony full of retired Roman veterans where they were given a tax-exempt status, right? And usually as retirees, you're given some sort of pension or money for your service to your country or especially to Rome. Paul was also a Roman citizen, but that doesn't mean that's why they gave him money or gave him things. He mentions how much he loves them in Philippians and how he prays with joy for them because of their partnership in the gospel specifically. So, abundance doesn't mean food, goods, or material things, etc., since they already had enough of it. So, what is abundance and what are blessings? Let's keep rolling along here. I'm going to give you two from Psalm 37, chapter 37. This one's verse 11. But the meek shall inherit the land and delight themselves in abundant peace. And now 18 and 19, the Lord knows the days of the blameless and their heritage will remain forever. They're not put to shame in evil times. In the days of famine, they have abundance. Hmm. Interesting. In the days of famine, they have abundance. This entire passage talks about those who want to do evil against us believers, where we should not show revenge or anger, but pray for them as a new natural response as children of God. In verse 11, it mentions abundant peace. In 18 and 19, it says, even in famine, they or we have abundance. How can that be? Now, there are other verses throughout the Old and New Testaments that use blessings and abundance as an adjective to describe food, water, clothing, shelter of some sorts, etc. But it goes much further than that. Our first thought when someone says they're blessed or hashtag blessed or that they have abundance, is that they have lots of stuff and don't have to worry about maybe things like money or food or any of those material things. And yes, material things can be a part of a blessing, but 
When we talk about abundance of life or abundance based on grace, we are taken care of here on earth with things like food, water, shelter, clothing, the basic necessities, but that's the baseline. Eternal life is the abundance, and the gifts and or path given to you to participate with God is your blessing. If you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and honestly, same as if you don't, you may have a tough life here on earth. You may never get the house or car you want, or you may even live paycheck to paycheck and feel like you're being kicked over and over again. But the one thing we do have as believers is eternal life. Where we're promised everlasting joy, hope, peace, and love. We're not tied to a life here full of material things or mammon. Mammon is worldly items or worldly things in general. It could be people too that can't save us. Nobody can save us here on earth. We can have nothing but still have everything we need in Jesus Christ. On the contrary, we can have everything here still not feel fulfilled, but have everything we need in Jesus Christ. Abundance of grace far exceeds the abundance of earthly possessions. There are people in countries, as I mentioned earlier, where they struggle to get food and water, who have more faith than those that have everything readily available and accessible in, a, in say, a grocery store or a convenience store. That's why they call them convenience stores, right? It's very convenient to have to walk or drive to just pick up a bottle of water or milk or something. Why is this the case? Why? It's because they understand abundance and blessings are not confined or defined by materials and that materials are actually more of a distraction. These material things that we continuously call blessings or signs of abundance can cause other people to stumble too. Because if you have it and they don't, or if they have it and you don't, you covet. And you make it your goal to get that stuff and tear down, or possibly tear down, anyone in the process to get it. These material things can be less of a blessing. They can be a curse. In a previous episode called Congrats, Here's Your Free Gift, I highly encourage you to listen to it, I talk about the free gift of eternal life that everyone can have and that the abundance of mercy and grace from God is enough to rid you of guilt, sin, worry, and all other things that cause for us to not trust in God or want to participate with God. And material things are okay. Worldly things are okay. They're great. We should appreciate them. But the main point of this is whether or not you feel like you have a lot, if you have Jesus, you already have more than enough. You know, John 14, 8 says, Lord, show us the Father, and then we will have all we need. Jesus didn't have a house. Jesus didn't worry about what to eat or what to wear. And if he didn't have the newest car, right? I know cars went around. I'm just saying, if cars were there, he wouldn't be like, oh, I need that Ferrari. He doesn't, he wouldn't care. He didn't because he knew that he has a place in heaven and trust God will provide to him all that he needs to fulfill God's will on earth. We need to stop the belief that blessings and abundance only applies to material or worldly things. Please stop thinking that way. Stop worrying and start living like you're blessed. And then bless others with the abundance of mercy and grace, the same way God did for you. Use your gifts from above, James chapter 1 verse 17, to participate with God knowing you're already taken care of. Abundance is the overflow of all of this so that it could be shared with others. 
Everything else is just a distraction to make you feel unfulfilled and unwanted here on earth. That is furthest from the truth. So let's go out there and live knowing that we have everything we need and that we have eternal life and that we are blessed even from day one and that we have abundance even from day one. I want to thank you all once again for joining in today. Please continue to reach out to us so that you can bless us with your stories and your testimonies. We really love hearing from you and really love you all. I have a few questions for you and then we'll close out in prayer. Question number one. Before this episode, how would you describe blessings or abundance? Question number two. Does this new, quote-unquote new, definition of blessings and abundance change how you feel today? And then question number three. How can you go forth with a better understanding of blessings and abundance and then help others understand it as well? Finally, if you can... Take your prayer posture, whatever that looks like. I would love to pray over everybody here. So let's talk to our creator. Our father, thank you so much for showing us that we are already blessed and have abundance in you. We may feel like we have nothing, but we are rich in mercy and grace that can come from nobody but you. We pray for us to recognize this each day and to not count material things or people in our lives as our only blessings, but to rejoice in knowing that on top of what we may or may not have, we have eternal, abundant life because of Christ Jesus. I ask you to continue to help our listeners go out and tell the world of how awesome you are and for your will to be done. I pray all of this in Jesus' holy name. Amen.